1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and with me all the way from East Bridgewater is my co-host, the blonde bombshell herself, Anne Kerrigan. Hey,
2: everybody. How you doing? I'm telling you,
1: it's that cursed photograph of mine.
2: Apparently so.
1: Mm. A little technical
2: difficulty this evening. Sorry about that.
1: Yes, it was. Anyway, so, uh, Teresa, you with us now?
3: I am Ron. I'm here.
1: Okay. So joining us now is is someone I've actually known for a while, believe it or not. Um, she is um, well. She taught me uh, table tipping years and years and years ago, and she is also into signs from uh, loved ones who have passed, which is a fantastic topic. She is Teresa Lally.
3: Thanks so much for having me on again, Ron. It has been a while.
1: Yeah, but I I remember you from uh, Circles of Wisdom uh, when you did a table tipping class.
3: Yeah, that's going back a few years, I think now, yeah?
1: Yeah, and I will always remember because I broke your table. Uh. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I have been to Hi, a table or two, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hi, Teresa. Nice to meet you.
3: You as well.
2: <laughs>
3: he broke your table. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think the leg came right off that night, didn't
1: it? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? That was so long ago. Yeah, I, mean, it's, I do It really is it. quite a while. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and of so, course, go ahead.
3: I was
1: just going to say good stuff, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the, that makes it
3: memorable.
1: Uh, the, the, the interesting thing about it is because of that class and, and, uh, we have really gotten into table tipping and, and for over six years now, we've been holding regular, uh, well, it's called the red light seance, but it, it involves, uh, table tipping on a, on a larger table, but, uh, as well, but it's, uh, it all started back there in that little
3: oh. class. Well, I am glad to hear that. So, are you um, are you using it in um, investigations, Ron, or or separately, or?
1: Well, I, I've always been fascinated by physical mediumship, so. Yes. Uh, especially the work of Thomas Gwendolyn Hamilton uh, and some of the early uh, paranormal investigators. And they used to hold these regular seances in a, in a sealed room with uh, cameras and so forth. And so uh, I started doing that. It's, it's a a little bit of mix of mental and physical mediumship, but we've had Mm -hmm. some fantastic, fantastic, absolutely fantastic results on it. And, uh, you know I, I can't say enough it's 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 always intrigued me and it continues to intrigue me
3: yeah it's always something um new and amazing happening
1: yeah and you know to people who um uh, aren't familiar with it uh why don't you explain it roughly how how what what occurs at tabletop and what how you actually do it and then what occurs
3: okay well Table 101, the short version. Uh, So as you said, it's a a form of physical mediumship. Um, Most people are more familiar with the uh, mental mediumship, where a medium connects with spirit, they get the message, and then they relay that to you. Uh, With physical mediumship, spirit uses a physical object as the conduit or as the the go-between, the tool of the communication. So table tipping is just uh, one of those forms, but it's still the one that I like the best. Mm -hmm. Um, So so depending, oftentimes I'll have between anywhere from from four to seven or eight people sitting around a round three-legged table. Mm -hmm. We do, I, I lead a meditation. I always say a protection prayer. I think that's mm-hmm. an important part, piece. Yep. Yep. Then everybody puts their hands lightly on top of the table. So we put our energy into it. Spirit puts their energy into it. The energy builds, and the table actually starts moving, tipping or tapping, tipping up mm-hmm. and down. Usually two legs, sometimes on one leg. Um, mm-hmm. But once it starts moving, you're you're able to have a communication with the Spirit on that table. And they use the table to tap out letters. So with each tip of the table, it's a letter A, B, C, D. So that's how you determine who they're there for, what their name is, any message that they want to spell or answer to a question or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. yeah we,
2: very cool.
1: Originally, you know, we did three three legged tables small candle tables, and uh the skeptic as i always am you know, uh you know said, <laughs> oh, somebody oh, somebody can manipulate that and so forth and and everything and uh eventually uh we uh we had an experience uh, with a large table. We, we were at a Wood Island light, light, I mean, Rose Island Lighthouse, which Ann knows very well. She's investigated before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was I was very young just at, shortly after that class that I did with you. And we did the little t- candle table in one room. And then at the end of the night, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And we decided to try it on the large kitchen table up in the, the keeper's. Uh, uh, house where I was, my my wife and I was staying. So there was about seven of us that got around this huge oak table, and it was uh, probably four inches thick, double pedestal, not legged, double mm-hmm. pedestal. And um, I had just started doing it, and the rest of the people on the table had never done it except for the two that had had did the small table with me downstairs. And after about forty five minutes, we had got that table rocking and rolling and moving and twisting and it finally at the very end of it we said you know okay thank you so much can you you know give us a you know uh basically can you make the table jump right and the, the thing just got right off the ground and slammed down and i have it all on video which is simply mail and these are uh-huh. all people that were really really skeptical and so after that i was sold on table tipping <laughs> yeah
3: yeah i mean you can use any table Mm-hmm. But usually you can just fit more people comfortably around the round one. So yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I think
3: that's yeah, this like was round two. That more yeah yeah, the, the, yeah
1: yeah this was round two. We we do it both ways. I've done uh, events using uh, the the small candle tables. In fact, I own quite a few of them for these things. Yeah,
3: you end up but... with a collection, right? <laughs> so small yeah. ones, medium yeah. sized ones, the big ones for big, big groups.
2: Yeah. Ron's got piles of them. I found a good sale on him at Job Lot one year. And uh, uh, as a matter of fact, Ron, they, they have more. I know, I saw, know, them, I saw them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm I like, let got... me get you some tables.
1: Yes. I, I uh, bought six, wow. or, six of them from Job Lot. They were $15 a piece. And yeah. I bought uh-huh. six of them from Job Lot. And the, the, I like those because they travel, because they all break down. Yeah. So you can put them in the boxes. Oh, yeah. They so are. you can the bring them the side. Yeah, but but whatever I go, I always pick up another one or another one here or another. One. Not necessarily the Jabla ones, but I mean regular old-fashioned ones. Uh, when uh, you,
3: yeah, you get... I'm partial to the to the antiques and the old ones. But people ask that a lot. Does it have to be an old one? Can it be a new one? It doesn't matter. It's really what, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But I like and, the old ones. I, I feel I like to think that maybe back in the day they were used for table tipping. You know, back in the 1800s by someone, so they have good energy ungodly, in them.
1: Undoubtedly, yeah. you know, because that was very big at that time. It was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it was not un- uncommon for people to get together to go into the parlor and, you know, try to right. contact grandma or somebody on their little table. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, instead of after-dinner TV, you had after-dinner table.
1: table t- <laughs> oh, that's that's
2: true. funny. Yeah. So my friend uh, Lizzie had never done table tipping at all. Um, I mean, she's been into the paranormal for quite a while, but... Um, She said to me, when you come, next time you come visit me, let's do table tipping. So I was absolutely, yes, yes, I will absolutely do that. So it was about almost a year ago now that I was down there. She's down in Atlanta. And so, you know, we're up one night and I'm like, hey, we got to do table tipping. So we found a little table and uh, just the two of us and we got that table tipping She's like, "Are you doing that?" I'm like, "I'm not doing it, Lizzie." I would not do that. I would not do that. And yeah, we we had somebody on the line, uh don't know who. Uh wow. they were not very forthcoming and uh but it was really very cool. You know, with I think yeah. when it's just you and one other person, it's super personal. Um oh,
3: yeah.
2: You know, it, it could not be any more, you know, it can't I suppose you could table tip by yourself, but it really doesn't make sense. But just the two of you, it's just, just uh, it 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 makes the you know the hair on your arms stand up. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Well, that's the thing that I think table lends itself to connecting with that feeling uh, sense. So you mm-hmm. really do feel their emotions come through and their personality and the love okay. even. You know, you feel all that when you're sitting there.
1: I find. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, before I ask you uh, about how you get involved, and I just want to, to to add a little to that. We, we do the red light sands. We, we, like I said, we were doing it for six years, and we do get all different types of spirits come in, and, and you can feel the different types of spirits you know whether it's a young child or a woman or even and we have a particular uh male spirit that doesn't like us very much
2: Yeah uh, <laughs> no he doesn't
1: nope. no and and he comes in and he has his own signature as well so uh yeah that's it, it's yeah you can tell definitely by the from the table so mm-hmm. how did you get involved in uh table tipping you oh it's probably
3: at least a dozen or so years ago, I was um, sitting in a spiritual development circle with a Uh number of other women, and each time we met, we would just practice different things. Uh, If someone heard about something, they'd bring it to the rest of the group and say, hey, let's try this out. And that's what happened with this. Uh, One of the women had been to a table tipping, I think down on Cape Cod somewhere, and I had never heard of it. And she demonstrated it for the rest of us, and it was just something that I was immediately taken with. And I just went from there with it. I just started reading what I could about it, practicing it, and it kind of went from there.
1: You actually wrote a book on a tabletop in 101, right?
3: Yeah, I wrote it. Uh, was through Llewellyn Publishers, and they they named it. Let's see, "Table Tipping for Beginners," a time honored oh, way yeah. to talk yeah. to spirits. Yes, I mm-hmm. think that's. Oh, probably about six years or so now, six or seven mm-hmm. years ago.
1: Yeah, I, I have a copy of that. I saw so yeah, and I wrote it. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a fascinating thing. Uh, a couple of years ago, I did done a spiritual retreat with the uh, Winsoul Studio. And, and we went up and it was it's kind of a combination of uh, spiritual and paranormal where we did a ghost hunt at the, uh, uh, in, the in the evening. And uh, the girl I did it with was so fascinated because she had never done it before that when she came back, she started doing a little uh, table tipping on her own. She started her own little table, tip, and circle, and they met like uh, every, well, not every Wednesday, but they, they would <laughs> have certain dates on Wednesday, ghost dog, I guess. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and the, the, it, you just really get hooked on it. It's just a fascinating, fascinating thing. Yeah, it
3: is. Yeah.
2: So, Teresa, I wanted to mention you're in Kingston, Massachusetts, and I am in East Bridgewater. You're right down the street oh. from me.
3: We're neighbors, yes. Not far. Yes. At all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do most of my um most of my work out of Hope Floats Healing and Wellness Center in Kingston. Nice. Uh, oh. which is they have a lot of wonderful it's a lot of bereavement support.
0: They yep. have a lot mm-hmm.
3: of free support groups and retreats and but they have yoga and workshops and stuff too. And so I do the table tipping there. And I have for Mm -hmm. years and years. We do a monthly table, open table, tipping. And um, then I started also doing, like we were talking about, Ron, um, my sister and I co-facilitate a group there on signs from loved ones.
1: That's awesome.
3: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And it's been really well received. I think more and more people are looking to learn about that stuff. Mm Mm-hmm and learn more about keeping or maintaining that connection with somebody, even though they've passed on. You know, yeah, and that's, so, that's so
1: important. Yeah, that's so yeah. important. I always tell everybody the number one uh, reported sighting of spirit or ghost, depending on what you call some people one or the other. To me, they're interchangeable, and I apologize for that. But anyways... Uh, the number one sighting of spirit is what I call messenger spirits, and and that's someone who has just passed, and someone uh, they will be appeared to a loved one, just to let them know that uh, they're okay, or just to check and see if uh, they're okay. So it it, it it happens to my mom who didn't believe it in the paranormal and everything. My father died in a uh, family cookout, never got to say goodbye, and. Uh, Mm-hmm. he appeared to her that night and of course she screamed and he disappeared. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but that's, it's okay. really, really important. Um, Cause most people um, want to, uh, you know, get signs from, from loved ones. And a lot of times they're there, but they just don't see them. Do you believe in exactly.
3: that? Absolutely. And I think it, it's like a, it's like a lot of things that, The more you tune into it, the more you become aware of it, then the more you get, and so it it starts to cycle that way. But it's a source of comfort, I think, for people. Um, Oh, yes. Yeah, a great source of hope and comfort, and Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we want them to take away from it, hopefully. So we do this group, we usually do it in a series of three sessions. Each time we talk about a different category of signs that you might Mm get. so the first one being signs from nature. Of course, a lot of people have heard it, your loved ones might come you know, in the form of a cardinal or a dragonfly or something yep. like that. Yep. So we mm-hmm. talk about that. We talk about all those. Um, then then playing with uh, electrical things, loving to manipulate mm-hmm. that sort of energy. So light oh, really? going on and off, uh, light bulbs blowing out. Radio Hmm. stations jumping around, or TV coming on by itself, all those sort of things, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. uh, And what else? Yeah, all sorts of things. And I'm sure you've done the, probably with your investigations, taking the pictures and having the orbs show up.
1: Right. Unfortunately, we're going to have have to we will discuss this a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but we have to take a break right now. Okay, so you are listening to Ghost Chronicles: uh, Next Generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolak, and our very special guest is Teresa Lally, right here on TojeNet and PowerX Radio. We'll be right back after the following messages.
2: Do you have a paranormal event? Book or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678.
0: Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the meeting of the Ghost Box.
2: Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann, and our special guest this evening, Teresa Lally. Hi Here guys.
1: We go. Here
3: we <laughs> We're back.
2: So,
1: so, Teresa, if somebody wanted to find out more or get in contact with you, how could they do that?
3: Uh, probably the best way is through Hope Floats. I mm-hmm. work in the office there a couple days a week too, so they can either go on to Hope Float floats website which is www.hopefloatswellness.org or the phone number at the office is 781-585-4221 but the website has all the happenings all the workshops all the groups that go on there so
1: it sounds a like thing a, a great place it really does yeah it, it, it
3: looks- really it, is a wonderful place they do so much good work there
1: they have to you know, stop in. <laughs> <laughs> That's one yeah, part beautiful of the, property too. Yeah. Oh, is it? They have gardens and things.
3: Beautiful gardens, a memory garden. People can buy uh-huh. memorial bricks and put it in the garden. There's a a labyrinth down that people can use and enjoy. But it was an old ship captain's home, so it's not Ooh. kind of this clinical setting. It's just this beautiful old home setting like your home. So uh there's the main house where we have all the, the there's counselors and the support groups, then there's a back building where there's a beautiful yoga barn, post and beam yoga barn and the oh, wow. treatment room. So it's just a great it's a great property. And it was started huh. by Denise and Ken Brack. They started oh it's just over ten years now. But they lost their son Michael Um, well it's been a while now probably over 15 years ago and they Mm -hmm. always wished that there was somewhere like this Mm -hmm. to help them in their own grieving process so eventually that's what they did they started it so they've they've just helped so many people have been through those doors and they've they've helped Mm -hmm. they do wonderful work that's really awesome and Yeah, I'm very um, pleased to be a part of it.
2: So that main drag, uh, it's Main Street in Kingston, and and I don't know whoever is listening to me. Yeah, um, it's It's right 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 off off of Main Street. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've probably driven yeah. by it a million, literally a million times in my life. And uh, so if if some, you know, whoever's listening tonight, if you're local in this area, super easy to find. Go by the Kingston Police Department and it's your next right. Uh, exactly. And, and Kingston, that area of Kingston is so beautiful. That whole Main Street, it's all historic homes, well-kept uh it's yeah, beautiful and, and all I the little
3: churches.
2: Yep, I love to drive through drive you know on my way to Plymouth, uh drive yeah. right through it. Uh it's the whole that whole area is just just beautiful. So I'm going to I'm going to make a point to go down and uh find Hope Floats cuz it sounds really gorgeous.
1: We we should talk about yeah, yeah. doing a live yeah. broadcast there.
2: Oh, that would be nice too. Yeah, yeah.
1: cuz we can yeah. To you
2: there.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: what do you think teresa that might be open
3: (laughs) well we can ask yeah (laughs) it was beautiful especially in the springtime when everything starts blooming there's beautiful gardens yeah so it's the Mm -hmm. best time to check it out yeah
1: yeah Mm -hmm. that'd be cool anyways uh so let's go back a little bit to the signs from um uh loved, loved ones that have passed and you know, we always hear like pennies from heaven where, where people find pennies and they'll say, oh, that's, that's my sign, or, or uh, that means somebody's reaching you. Are there specific signs or are signs specific to people?
3: I think signs can be very individual, and what might be a sign for one person in the family isn't going to be necessarily a sign for someone else so i found that um you know one person might get the pennies but mm-hmm. your sister might get something completely different hmm. they might always find the the heart rocks or is you know, the mm-hmm. heart clouds or something like that um, but the pennies so i as you i i think you you may have known this that i actually lost my son michael it's been yeah, a little over five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so all this stuff the table tipping the signs, I mean, it, it just it took on such a bigger meaning obviously when that happened. Right. And mm-hmm. um but the pennies, so one of my sisters, that's his sign to her, is pennies. So Uh-oh. she, uh, soon after his passing, she has three young young kids and mm-hmm. When they got up one morning, there was a penny on each of their pillows. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And then, what else? My daughter went to put her slippers on, and there was a penny inside the slipper. Oh my god! Was at the 99 restaurant. Him and my mom went to the 99 restaurant to eat. And he's one of these people who he has to look at the menu and then he closes it when he decides what he wants. And then when the waitress comes over, he has to open it again and show her on yeah. the menu what he wants. I guess make sure yeah. she gets it right. So okay. they're in there and he did that, went through that whole thing. And he opened the menu back up and there was a penny lying in the <gasps> in the middle of the menu. So Ouch! Pe- yeah, so they, they just have shown up and they just awesome ways. In fact, my Aww. sister, another time her son was with her, they actually saw the penny come out of thin air. It was, people would say, how do they do that? My, I don't know how they do that. Yeah. The, the fancy <laughs> name for that is called apports, of course, right?
0: Yeah, so, yeah, so something right. Exactly. coming just from say
3: that. Yeah. out of thin air. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't wow. always... Some people get dimes. That's another popular right. one. Seems to be most often the pennies, and then oh, a lot of times funny. the dimes
1: too. I have, I, just, um, yeah. I have seven coins, uh, seven dimes actually, uh, from a spiritualist uh, seance that was done in the UK just after. Uh, uh, I believe it was towards the end of World War II, where they were attempting to uh, connect with a uh, spirit of a, a young soldier who had died during the war. And uh, these coins uh, came out of nowhere, to out of nowhere, and every one of them was the date of the birth of this uh, soldier on oh, it. And-
3: yeah. Wow. I was just going to mention that, that that's what they say, to look at the date, because oftentimes it's significant. It's either a hmm. birth date or anniversary date or you know something significant like that. So, wow, that's that's, that's quite a thing that's, to have those.
2: That's, that's so funny, because I was letting my dogs in today at lunchtime. I come home at lunch and let them out and let them back in, and I let them back in after lunch today, and closed the door, and I looked down, there was a penny on the mat, Mm -hmm. right, Uh by my back door, and I'm like, why would there be a penny here? Uh, So it was just really funny, and and I'm like, well, hello, whoever's saying hello. Uh Uh, I just thought that was very, very strange. (laughs) I'll have to go and look at it. Especially considering that we
3: were going to be talking about it, right? Yeah.
2: I, yeah. I put it just downstairs. You know, I came upstairs and just put it on the on the shelf, and uh, I said, "Oh, usually I would just throw it in my purse, but I just put it on the shelf." I'm like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go look at the date. Yeah. Should I go and,
3: get it?
1: But it sure, you could, you could <laughs> get it. I can I can talk. That's not a problem.
2: All right, uh, talk, Ron. I'll be right back.
1: The, the other thing that 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 occurs is, and I know a friend that's, that this happens to, is feathers will appear out of. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, in, in the unlikely places, you know, that yeah. inside the house, inside a car, um, there was one time in a refrigerator, which was kind of interesting. Uh, <laughs> so That's funny. every sign is, is, um, you know, different and, and, uh, well, not every sign, but different signs for different people. And yes. some people even say that the type of sign you get has a meaning to it in itself,
3: Yet sometimes it can be something that was significant to that person or special mm-hmm. between you and them, so they can get very kind of fancy with their signs too <laughs> mm. you know just there are more common ones, but it doesn't mean that you can't get something else either. so I mean, they can use what it, a whole a slew of things to get your attention and mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing it takes them a lot of energy to do that, so just becoming aware of them, acknowledging them and saying thank you goes a mm-hmm. long way to continuing to get them as well uh,
1: no i I know even some people that that will uh ask the spirit uh when they, they have a decision to make, that uh, if this is the right decision to give their sign, and then they will get this sign that they normally get, whether it's a penny a feather, or feather or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and they'll know that's the right decision.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You can ask, ask mm-hmm. for your signs, and you can mm-hmm. get very specific, too, you know, ask for a certain sign. But they seem to come up more when you need them. Like you said, when you're trying, you're struggling with a decision, or you're having a mm-hmm. really hard time, or you're really missing that person, that seems to be when they kind of step up the game and they, they, they make the extra effort to try to send you something to help.
1: Okay, so Anne's back now. She's looked at I'm it, back. any any significant. I the penny. year. Um, it's 1979, which is
2: 79. 79.
1: 79.
2: Yeah, 40 years. Yes. That's the old one.
1: That's an oldie yeah. but goodie.
2: It's not it does not have a significance for me.
1: When were you uh, married when were you married? Eighty four. Eighty four. So when did you first meet your husband? Uh, uh questions are
2: I well <laughs> let's see. I was I was a junior in high school, so I graduated in eighty two, so eighty one.
1: Okay. Eighty one. So it's neither one of those. So you think back back on that time period and you don't have to do it now, but when you're off the air, think back on that time period and see if there was (laughs) someone who passed at that time or somebody who was important in your life at that time and uh, have passed since then. I will have to think about that. (laughs) So anyway, so I have to ask Teresa this and and it's got to do with spirit. Now, uh, some people say that that spirits are here, uh, you know, for run fitness business or everything else. I mean, then I've heard other things that uh, spirits remain because people can't let go of them. Is, do you believe in that or, or not? Uh, what's your thoughts on that, I guess, is the, what I should say.
3: And that's all I can give you is my, my thoughts and opinions. Who knows, right? We right. Exactly. <laughs> we won't know exactly. till we get there, but yeah, exactly. I, I feel <laughs> that um, – you know, I, I I don't agree with the the statement that if there's still if there's a spirit around it's because they haven't crossed or because they have unfinished business. I don't think that's necessarily the case. Okay. Yep. I think that they can be perfectly fine where they are and still make their presence known here to us. You know, I, I think agree. there are some yep. cases that uh for whatever reason they may have had some trouble crossing, they need a little help. i'm sure you've come across that lots but um but for the most part, I think um no, I think that they're they're good, but they they're just keeping an eye on things you know they're, they're still involved with our lives It's just right. in a different way
1: hmm. what do you what yeah. do you say to someone who's lost someone near and dear to them, and they so want to hear from them? And yet, they feel they're not being uh, heard, or they're not—they don't hear from them. It, 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 how, what do you say to them? It's, you know, it's, it's say you were in this they came to your bereavement or groups or whatever you have.
3: And we've certainly come across that a lot. Mm-hmm. It seems that when people are at the beginning. Of, of their grief process when you really dealing with those heavy deep emotions it's hard to be aware it's hard to even get it's hard to get for them to get through and get the sign to you and it doesn't seem fair because that's when you need it the most um, but we tell people you know don't give up you you will get them You probably, they are probably trying to send them to you, but it's just not connecting yet. Um, Mm. I think the best, one of the best things you can do is just sit quietly for a little bit each day. Um, And when you make it a habit of asking, of making almost like a conversation, having a conversation. And then when you think, oh, that might be a sign, I don't know, maybe, but acknowledge it say thank you. I encourage people to t- keep a journal and write them down. Uh-huh. But that's one of the wonderful things about doing doing this group is that when people start talking and they start sharing their experiences, someone else who thinks that they haven't had any go will go, oh, okay, well, yeah, that happened to me too. Okay, maybe that was a sign. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. a matter of just of, of realizing what it could be, and of a, allowing yourself to believe it.
2: Yeah, that's so true. Because I I am like, uh, blah, <laughs> with those things, and I I've, I've probably gotten a lot of signs, uh, mm-hmm. and I and just completely just been clueless
3: <laughs> to it. Well, I have I have this wonderful story. We had. Um, we had a, a a younger couple in one of our one of our groups and we've run this oh i don't know how many times now quite a quite a few times and but we have this younger couple and they had lost their little girl mm-hmm. and the the mom was more open and kind of connected and getting the signs and mm-hmm. they were they were both lovely and then the dad a very nice guy but very science minded mm-hmm. very what do they call that left brain think, thinker engineer right. kind of thing mm-hmm. and so he really wanted to to get signs and he wanted to believe them but he was struggling with it and so we would we you know we talked in the group and everything and we sh- told them suggested to people that they can ask they can ask for specific things. And so they came back one night to the, the next meeting, and he shared that, so his daughter loved butterflies. So he had, in his, and he hadn't even told his wife this, but he had asked in his mind her to send a butterfly. Oh. And um, her favorite color was blue. So they were at Ederville Railroad. I forget what month it was. I think it was like March. It was like a cold month. And mm-hmm. they're down at Edaville Railroad, and there's this uh, robotic dinosaur making noise and moving and everything. And a blue butterfly comes and lands on that dinosaur <laughs> and just sits there. Now, it shouldn't be there in the cold March, no, it shouldn't sure. be staying on this noisy dinosaur, but there it is. <laughs> and so he's he's sharing this with everybody, and he's like, so I don't know if that was a sign. And everybody was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> of course it is. You know, you asked, and she answered.
1: You know. Here's
3: your sign. <laughs> yeah, here's your sign.
2: Wow. That's great. That
1: now, cool. once people start recognizing signs, do they – they want to go up to the next step, which is actual communication with those who have passed?
3: Well, that's a that's a good question, Ron. I think, I don't know if it's a step thing. I think people are just hungry for that connection. So mm-hmm. a lot of times people have already been to mediums. You know, they're just exploring all different ways. Okay. Um, but the signs that are something yeah. that they can kind of experience, if not every day, every week, right? right. Yeah. So you don't have to go to a medium. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's more personal. Right.
1: And, and, and it's, a, it's a, a comforting feeling in itself. Sometimes they just want yeah. that. Uh, you know, we we don't, you know, we we don't know for sure what happens in the afterlife after death. We don't know. We want to believe that there is something else, and mm-hmm. by these signs, at least we have that confidence. you know, yet, yes, there is something else.
3: Well, there's definitely. If you're getting the signs, there's they're still there. Right. Their mm-hmm. energy yeah. is still there.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, but, I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, uh, sorry.
3: Oh, I was just going to say, I mean,
2: and there's so, so many, I mean, this Hope Floats Center, they have so many groups to deal with whatever level of loss, you know, mm-hmm. that they have. I mean, the child loss, they have, um, you know, suicide, overdose. I mean, like oh, yeah, just suicide. for dads um, and it, There's so many things: child loss bereavements, suicide loss bereavements. Like there's so many ways um, that they offer to people. Uh, I'm just, I'm just so impressed just looking at this calendar of of things that people can go and and reach out. So, just wonderful. And something
3: that's really been growing leaps and bounds is um, our Mike's Club, which serves bereaved children. So children who have that. lost a parent mm-hmm. or a sibling. No,
2: so well.
3: it, it, I mean it's 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 wonderful that it's there. It's sad that it's there and that yeah. it has to be there. Um, but it's wonderful that that word is getting out and and they're finding their way to these services. So that's a good thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, unless you've gone through the loss of a loved one, like a child especially, uh, you don't know what it's like, in your, and I don't think you ever can know what it's absolutely mm-hmm. like until it happens to you. No, I know. can't uh, imagine. It happened to my yeah. brother, and I wish they had these groups at that time when it happened to him. He had a young child that was in uh, his young teens, and uh, he got a call in the middle of the night from the police department saying that, that he died in a car accident, and he's saying, no, I can't possibly, he's in his room sleeping. And he had snuck out that night and oh, uh, was God. in a car, car and got T-bowed by a drunk driver. But, oh, then, you know, you go through that and, and the grievance, and it took him for the longest time to, to uh, you know, deal with that. And mm-hmm. these groups are awesome because they can help you with that type of thing. And the
3: wonderful thing about Hope Float, so what sets it apart a little bit, I think, is that, the the groups at Hope Floats are peer-led support groups. Oh. So the facilitators who are running that group have been through the same loss, so they get it. So everyone. Oh wow. Yeah. So everyone mm. has what empathy, and and they know what you're going through.
1: Right. So, yeah, that, that their, their response can't be, well, you don't know till you've gone through it. Well, we have gone through it. Right. So, okay. Yeah, so it, that's great. That's absolutely awesome. So uh, do you have any events coming up that you want to mention?
3: Oh, let's see. Well, we have another round of the, we call it I'm Right Here, Signs from Your Loved Ones. Mm-hmm. We have another round beginning the 24th. So is that this week? No, it's next. Next week, next week, right? next We <laughs> lose track yeah. of time, so I think I know, we actually huh? have a couple of spots still open in that um so we have that coming up, and we have the regular table tippings there again, they tend to fill up pretty quickly. I know mm-hmm. um this month is filled up, and I think next month is filled up too, but
2: yeah. oh my goodness, people, wow, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, well, people seem yeah. to like them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the I red see light the, science is always yeah. full on us. We always have to turn people away. They always, they
3: oh my just, goodness! Yeah. And Ron, I see where are the you table tipping
2: those? is so. That's the thirty first of this month. Uh, this yep. is table tipping, but like yep. as you said, it's full. But wow, mm-hmm. people need to look for this stuff. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. Plan ahead. <laughs> look and plan ahead.
1: Yeah. I have to. I have to tell you what uh you know about a story about table tipping is it, it's it's really amazing because um, we we i did a re- this is that same retreat I talked about earlier uh where they started their own thing but uh late that night we had uh I had a couple of people that I knew, and somebody else from the, the group, and we went into the old building again. And the table was up there that we had done table tipping earlier, and I think it was four of us. And we just we were sitting around the table, and I think someone had brought a, a shack hack or something, and they were playing with it and just trying to organize. And we just we just sitting there talking, and all of a sudden the table started moving by itself. I mean, we didn't even have our hands on the table. We, you know, we were oh. we had. I mean, yeah, yeah. And it started moving already. So, anyway, that's right. actually oh, yeah, that's two nice. minutes. So, so we, we're now that was a doorbell, which means uh, pizza from the dead sea, and we got to wrap it up. Uh, we should get you up to Spirit, Spirit Quest this year, up in uh, oh, yeah. up my neck of the woods. Uh, this year's Spirit Quest is our ninth year, which is uh, Spirit Quest um, Beyond the Veil. You would be awesome to, up there to, to do a uh, a science group. Uh,
3: <gasps> that would
2: be great.
1: Yeah. we'll have to yeah. talk.
3: <laughs> we will be talk, awesome. Ron. That sounds good.
1: Yes. So, Teresa, we want to thank you so much for uh, joining us today, and um, it was great. Thank you. Great conversation, and I do apologize for the late start of the show, but uh, no it happens. <laughs> but uh, so, anything else you'd like to add before we say good night for the evening?
3: No, just thank you to you both. And, um, Ian, if you're in the neighborhood, just stop, swing
2: on in. Oh, I'm going to have to do that.
1: Uh, yeah. I'd love to come yeah, see talk, it. Talk to him about doing okay. a lot of
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts. And, of course, the Gallant Messier Family Law Group in North Andover, Massachusetts. And check out Circles' website because I will be doing uh, my paranormal study group uh will be starting up again this month and so you can sign up there and uh, of course you can also sign up for the red light science which is every first tuesday in a month as well um so Teresa, thank you so much for joining us and uh i look forward to hearing from you
3: thanks keep a lot. us updated thanks, too again. yeah all right we'll do so good
1: welcome. Night, all. yeah bye-bye all right bye-bye. so that was a decent show. I I enjoyed that conversation quite a bit. It's very uh, nice. Sometimes we get a little bit too heavy in the ghosty stuff, and it's nice to get into the spiritual end of it a little bit more. Yes, absolutely. So any, yep. Thank you all for listening, uh, and good night, and God bless. And, oh, next week is a video. Live br-
2: video next week, next Wednesday.
1: Okay. Good night. God bless.
2: Thanks, everybody. Good night.